Welcome to episode three of Be A Bigger Fish. This is the podcast that explores whether podcasting can help you to grow your business or your community. In this podcast series, I've been speaking with entrepreneurs and business owners who've taken to podcasting in order to communicate their message. And I'm talking to them about how successful they found that podcasting has been in terms of achieving their business goals and also what it's taken for them to get their podcast set up. this episode, I've been speaking with Kathy Stowell. Kathy is a creative coach who's been podcasting for over nine years. I really enjoyed this conversation and Kathy's got an amazing turn of phrase. She talks about how you can achieve a sense of balance by using bliss as your barometer. And she also talks about the fact she uses her creativity to devise engaging podcast content that supports what she's trying to achieve in her business. And she talks about the fact that podcasting itself is a way for her to build up her creativity muscles. So let's get into the podcast conversation. I'm really delighted to be speaking with Kathy Stoll today. Uh, Kathy runs a podcast, it's called Creative Bliss in Life and Biz. And she's also a business coach who specializes in helping creative people to start blissful coaching businesses. So I'm really looking forward to finding out more about that. Um, Kathy, why don't you tell us a little bit more about you? Sure, Debbie, thank you for having me. Yeah, so that's what I do. I train creatives who want to start offering one-on-one coaching services. And I train them specifically using creativity coaching tools. And it's something I'm really passionate about. I use the tools all the time on myself and on my kids when they're not looking. (laughs) I feel it's a beautiful life skill to hone, as well as a beautiful way to start a home-based business, especially if you want to work online and want to offer um, just an opportunity to really have some fruitful conversations with your ideal clients. And then you can see how you can really help them in their struggles. And it's just a, a beautiful starting off point to offering who knows what. You can branch off into offering e-courses, group coaching, retreats, and um, it's a very exciting way to begin an online business. Yeah, that sounds super. And and also, I I love the emphasis that you place in both your podcast and on your website about sort of achieving a really positive balance um, between Mm -hmm. what's important in your life and what's important to you and also maintaining a business. Exactly. It's the only way to keep it sustainable. Because, um, yeah, we don't want to burn out because um, then we're good for nothing. <laughs> it's going yeah. to be really difficult to do anything. So absolutely, it's important to, um, yeah, a lot of people cringe at that word balance. But, you know, I, I see it like um, you're teetering on one of those balancing contraptions you see at the gym it's like a, a plank on top of a ball it's not like we're trying to be perfectly level at all times it's just like we're kind of wobbling side to side sometimes 
your creativity, you're going to be leaning more into that. And other times it's going to be a little bit more in your business. And then maybe you might like go on the balls of your feet for a couple of seconds to like tend to your family needs or whatever. So it's just constantly making uh, course corrections, adjustments, um, but using your, what I like to call your bliss as a barometer. Oh yeah. That's a really nice analogy actually. That's a good Thanks. way of thinking about it. Mm. So what motivated you to start podcasting? Oh, well, um, as when my kids were smaller, I went for a lot of walks with them and I would, um, I had this ritual even actually everything I did when they were small, I was thinking when I was riding my bike or when I was cooking, milking the cow, (laughs) (laughs) I would listen to podcasts. Yeah. It was really kind of trippy. This, um, one podcast host knew that I was an avid listener and she knew I would milk my cow while I was listening to her show and once she actually mentioned it so it was really weird because I was milking a cow and she's like I don't know what you guys are doing driving your kids to school yada yada milking your cow and I was just <laughs> like in mid squirt when she said that so that was kind of fun. <laughs> brilliant. That's brilliant so um I knew myself as a busy mom I loved listening to take in information to take in mentorship, companionship, inspiration. Um, I was just too busy to read. And when I would read at the end of the day, I would read two paragraphs and my lids would get heavy. (laughs) I was like, oh darn, I really want to read that. So it was just a great way to make contact with like-minded folk. And I didn't feel so isolated. We were like literally living out in the woods back then. So maybe that really enhanced it for me. And then when I started offering uh, coaching, and again, it led to e-courses, I I put some emphasis on offering some kind of audio component just Mm -hmm. to really take it in. Because I feel that I learned so much when I took an information that way, it felt like the person was actually like going in my head (laughs) and I wanted to go into other people's heads. So I had the idea to start a podcast. And funny enough, my first business coach investment, it was a pretty big one. And um, I asked her her thoughts. I shared with her, you know, my um, coaching ideas, my business ideas. And one of them was to start a podcast. And this was, oh my, when my son was a baby and he's almost 10 years old. So almost 10 years ago, I said, wow. yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about starting a, a podcast. And she encouraged me, discouraged me. So she's oh. like, she told me not to. And I, I'm like, okay. And because, you know, at the time it was a big investment for me for like one hour of her time. I spent like a thousand bucks. I'm like, I'm just not going to ask questions. I'm just going to do whatever she tells me to do or not do. So I put it into the back shelf. And then a year or two later, you know, I was like, you know what? I'm going to try it. And just like everything else I do, I'm going to try it once. And if I like it, I'm going to go for it. And if not, I'll just put it back on the shelf and it, I did it. I loved it. And I've been, um, podcast. I'm not going to say ever since I have taken breaks, but I'm back on the podcast podcast wagon and I, I love it. Yeah. Fantastic. And so when you first came up with the idea to start podcasting, what were you hoping it would achieve? Was it really motivated just by that sense of connection? Like you said, you wanted to be in people's heads or <laughs> <laughs> did you have kind of bigger Yes. Bigger I had, um, 
I can't read. Oh, you know what? I've always been about the bliss. Like mm -hmm. my website's called Bliss Beyond Nap Time. It's been named that for a long time, ever since my daughter took naps and she's actually turning 14 uh, the day after tomorrow. So it's kind of oh, crazy. Wow. Yeah. So when I approached initially that coach, I told her I had this idea of um, calling the podcast. It wasn't necessarily just the podcast. It was almost like a membership site. And I was going to call it running. <laughs> I'm just giggling to myself. The bliss bubble. I think I was going to call it the bubble of bliss or something like that. And she burst that bliss bubble. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, I said, idea would be like 50 bucks a month and then you get this private pot. So that was my initial vision, but the intention was to gain that sense of community to yeah. like have that access or yeah, I don't know, but just to create more of an intimacy with me. And um, yeah, I, that was the initial hope. Yeah. And do you think it's achieved that? I think so. I think so. I've had a lot of great feedback over the years. Um, yeah, it, it felt really good. Uh, I keep all those types of emails in this folder I call fan mail. <laughs> all the positive, and many of them do say, I love listening to your podcast and um, pretty much echoing what I experienced when, you know, I was first getting into them like it just yeah, that's lovely thank you everybody everybody needs to look at those things as well from time to time right when you know when it's really hard yeah work, um, when you're feeling down yes yeah totally yeah I feel that um I would record a podcast and as you can imagine I would just riff off of whatever was most alive in me in, in that season in that week in that day and um it's a fun way for me to build up my creativity muscles in terms of okay how can i can i connect this to what i'm promoting in my business so, so it's kind of funny and then it was kind of silly so i would go on you know like i don't know something silly like it's time to plant the potatoes and oh speaking of small potatoes you know and then i would get into <laughs> like my latest launch it was really silly but um i think it was a fun way to <laughs> Use my creativity to see how I can uh, align it with something that's happening in my business. Yeah, absolutely. Good for you. And did you find that it drove people to your business? Was that successful? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it did. It did. And I have concrete evidence, <laughs> meaning, um, so my signature program is coaching training. And there's two ways you can work with me. Um, one way is uh, if you're a mom who wants to coach other moms, uh, there's a program called Mama Bliss Coaching School, and that one is application-based. So there is a question there, how did you hear about it? And many times it said through your podcast. So that gave me the affirmation, okay, this is good for business. Absolutely. That sounds really positive. Yeah. So when you first started podcasting, did you feel vulnerable about sharing your creativity and sharing your insights in that way oh so funny uh i feel like i really kind of have to think back quite a ways it's all kind of a podcasting blur <laughs> um you know i think because i have been blogging for so long that it felt familiar it was just using a, a different modality so um it was kind of fun for me because um, 
uh, a part of my background, of course, being a creativity coach. It's um, really a big proponent of releasing perfection, as you could probably tell <laughs> from this interview. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so I, I didn't worry too much. Sometimes I would hit, um, you know, the good old publish or whatever, um, make it go live. And a part of me was like, Oh no, everyone's going to think I'm weird. I can't believe <laughs> I talked about this. And, um, you know, some of it was a little bit personal, personal. And, um, but then, you know, I got over it quickly and it, yeah. I just kind of had the attitude of, you know what, I'm not everyone's cup of tea. And, um, but you know, like, there's this, uh, someone, um, there's a saying, I, I am like 90% sure I heard it initially on a podcast, but it's something I really hold on to. And I actually told my daughter, you know, the teeny bopper, um, yeah. that somewhere I heard that no matter what is that, um, the, the, the world out there, whoever's listening, whoever you encounter the world population 30% of it is going to love you. Like no matter what, just be yourself. And 30% aren't, you know, they're, you're not going to be their cup of tea. And the remaining 30 something percent is going to be indifferent. They're going to be like, whatever. So it's like no matter what. So I, um, I try to put less pressure on myself that is this like, what people are expecting. Um, but I just spoke from my heart. My heart is creative and I'm, and I just trusted that something about my story or about my teaching, uh, is going to be what someone needed to hear that day. Mm -hmm. uh, and just try not to overthink it too much. <laughs> before yeah. The publish yeah. Button. Mm -hmm. yeah. I love that idea too, actually. You know, if just one person benefits yeah. from what you've recorded and published, it's worth it. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, that's made, made something happen for that one person yeah so, yeah and I guess you know in a business like coaching as well you have to work so intimately with your mm -hmm. um, coaching clients that I guess the fact that they've heard you through your podcast yeah and they're likely to be in that top 30 percent to really yes. get you that's going to be such a positive thing to start off your relationship I would think absolutely yeah it's so important to have a Establish whether there's um, not only the trust factor that you know what you're talking about, and you can listen to this person's voice without wanting to, like, you know, there's chemistry involved too. So yeah. it's, that's like I've hired a lot of coaches over the years for myself, like since that initial one who burst my bliss bubble <laughs> podcast <laughs> idea. But I listened to them. There was some way I needed to hear either you know, connect with their voice through a discovery call or, um, my most recent coach, uh, who, you know, Nadia, yeah, I yeah. saw a video of hers at this conference I was attending and it just, you know, her voice is so distinct, but it really, her style and what she kind of joked about, um, her attitude about some things really resonated. We're at like the same frequency. So I like immediately purchase her signature offering. <laughs> it's just like, I need to talk to you. And I'm it's, so definitely, I feel that, um, yeah, it helps make that, um, that decision on your client's behalf, if this is going to be a fit or not. Yeah, absolutely. And, and interestingly, I 
found Nadia through her podcast. Ah. So that's a perfect example, right? I think yes. I, I binge listened to all her episodes. <laughs> I still haven't heard her podcast. Yeah. I uh, She re-released a new season, I guess. I got yeah. an email this morning. I am in launch mode, as you know, my saga. Like, <laughs> it's yeah. been a busy weekend. Um, yeah. but I couldn't wait. I listened to the first 10 minutes and I was just like, I cannot wait to dive into these episodes. Yeah. She's fun to listen yeah, to. Lovely. Yeah. She is. She's a lovely person. So thinking back again to when you started out, mm -hmm. did you have a lot of technology and knowledge about how to record and host and upload and all those things, or were you kind of learning about it as you went? Yeah. Um, I, I had some help to get it set up. And for the life of me, I can't recall who helped me initially. This is a long time ago. Oh, I remember. Okay. I, it was one of my first virtual assistant. Um, I just love thinking back all my like chapters in my lives always are like, there's a virtual assistant. Oh, that was the season of cat. So this isn't my cat season. We were together for a couple of years and it was cool because she lived in New Zealand and I lived in Canada. I still live in Canada, but it was cool because um, we would meet once a week. I would tell her, you know, what's on my to-do list. She's like, I'll take care of that. So while I was sleeping, she would do all like my leg work. It was awesome. So I felt like Brilliant. I was working 24 hours without the burnout. And she set me up on iTunes with, that's right, with my initial podcast. That was awesome. And so she got me started and I was able to eventually uploaded it and it took me a while to get comfortable with the editing um, mm -hmm. software and it's actually kind of cute now it's one of my favorite things to do is oh. it is what I use audacity and the cute part is um, my husband um, uh, he loves dancing so he's part of this local group and every second Friday they get together and um, it's called just dance and they just dance for two hours from eight o'clock to ten o'clock at night and they have a core group of DJs who make a, a two-hour long playlist so you just try to infuse all these different musical genres and he's it's just cute because he got invited to be one of the djs and he's so excited and they recommend using audacity and i got to be like okay i can help you out here so it felt really good to be like <laughs> yeah because i'm not a very technical person but i felt pretty proud i was able to show him the ropes on this program yeah. so that i felt pretty cool yeah, that is cool. Yeah, I love I love editing too. And and do you edit all your podcast episodes yourself? I, you know what? I just recently stopped. I just stopped. I could if I wanted to, and I don't mind. Um, but because I feel like I'm pivoting with my business in some respects, um, I have my new virtual assistant, uh, who's just I'm like just if you could please. <laughs> oh, right. okay. yeah. so now yeah. I, i've actually uh, delegated that okay and did it feel quite brave handing that over to somebody else or you know that is exactly it. it it um i don't know like i could see me last year i would have been a little bit more uptight about it but i don't know it just feels in the last couple of months i kind of been like a little bit more laid back in in some respects in some areas and that just happens to be one area okay. I, but i've almost been a little too laid back in, in some case um because i've just been so busy you know working with my new coach 
um, coming up with some new offerings. So that has been kind of put a little bit more to the back burner. And so, um, but it's been beautiful because um, she's in charge of just making sure it goes up onto iTunes. Uh, people who are subscribed there will be not notified. Uh, I just um, need to get more on top of like the show notes, etc. But I'm not too worried about it. Yeah. Okay. Right. Because exciting times ahead with yeah. your business, I guess. Yeah. So my latest offering, uh, like I mentioned, I've had my coaching training program for moms for five years now. And I, I feel that my audience, audience has grown like me. So it's not so mom centric. So I feel because I often joke because my kids, they're now like, as of Wednesday, my daughter's going to be 14. And six days after that, my son's going to be 10. They're both have birthdays right. mid November. And, uh, so interesting <laughs> yes you do the math yeah, five months yeah. prior valentine's day uh -huh. um i kind of joked the last couple of years um they kind of surpassed their peak cuteness you know so i'm kind of using more like stock <laughs> photos <laughs> i'm just joking they're cute in different ways so <laughs> i love that so I'm just meaning that that's part of my pivot. So I wanted to have an offering because I'm so passionate about offering one-on-one -on -one coaching services and my tools are perfect for creatives and they're so malleable to be able to work with any niche really. really. So I created an academy um, for creatives who want to start learning the process of coaching, the tools, um, all of the nitty gritty how to, and it's a year long program. So once we move through the coaching and plus the online business components, by the end of that year, the Academy members are going to be set up with a profitable coaching business based on what I call their creative bliss. So that's why I called it the creative bliss coaching Academy. Yeah, lovely. And and a whole year of working together would mean you probably form really good relationships as well. Yes. In that time. Should be super. Yeah, I can't wait. It's really exciting. Thank yeah, you. I know I'm so you. giddy. It's yeah. um I kind of joke because I I'm launching it right now. Like <laughs> so I feel like the big joke is I give birth mid November, but um <laughs> stuff. Yeah, in, in life and business. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. So yes, it's it's an exciting time. Yeah, super. Oh, well, I, I, I extra appreciate you spending time talking to me. Oh, it's too. my pleasure. No, this is fun. So if you were going to give one piece of advice to somebody thinking about podcasting, what would that be? I say it never hurts to try. There's so many service providers out there, like even reaching out like on my first go round with it, working with a virtual assistant, but there's very uh, specialized virtual assistant or even going to Fiverr, I'm sure, or Upwork and finding someone to hold your hand. It would be a small investment in terms of their time, but platform wise, it, it need not cost very much. There's probably free ways to do it. But if you just want to try and see how it feels, and if you don't like it, so what? You know, yeah. <laughs> the, the beauty about online is. You could just delete and pretend like it never happened. There's nothing to lose, <laughs> but you might end up loving it. And um, I don't know. I really, really enjoy having a podcast myself. So you might too. Just try it. See what happens. 
Yeah, that's super. I think that's brilliant advice. Yeah, thank you. And so what does it mean to you to be a bigger fish? Oh, bigger fish. Mm. Um, I, I, I hear the word big fish and I think of this book that was written by Dr. Seuss's wife. And we had it when I was a kid about a little boy who went into a pet store and got a goldfish and the guys like, don't feed it too much. And, but he couldn't help but feed it and just got bigger and bigger and bigger. <laughs> so um, what I took away from that story as a kid, for some reason, because I think simultaneously someone said, your goldfish is going to grow as big as the container you put it in. So it was right around that time I heard that, I don't know if you want to call it a, what do you call it? A, uh, like an aphorism. Yeah. Yeah. Or a, yeah, there's a word like that. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so I've always carried that with me. So for me, it's, um, thinking about what you want, your dreams, your goals, and your head is like the aquarium. <laughs> I don't know, maybe I'm like reaching too much here, but (laughs) if you can, it's almost like the reverse, like make your, your dreams just audacious and huge. And, um, you'll kind of, your dreams will go, will grow according to your head space, (laughs) depending how big your head is. (laughs) That's what first thing I came to mind when you said big fish, so. Yeah, that's brilliant. That makes sense. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, I one. love it. Yeah, so your fish will grow as big as, as the container you <laughs> yes. put it in. So yeah, so let's let's All find right, some we'll, big we'll containers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that. Okay. <laughs> I think that's super. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. So um, if people want to find out more about you, where can they find you? Absolutely. Um, Check me out over at blissbeyondnaptime.com. And if you go on Facebook and you um, just search Bliss Beyond Nap Time, you'll find my Facebook page. And that's where I have my weekly live show, which I also turn into my podcast. So, uh-huh. yeah, so that happens. It's called uh, the Creative Bliss in Life and Biz show. And that happens Thursdays at 10 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. But uh, if you go there, just like my page and um, you'll enter my world or go to my website and you can join me there too fantastic thank you thank you so much and i've just enjoyed this conversation enormously it has been really genuinely creative which is which is lovely i feel really uplifted from it so thank you and thanks for sharing all that with us and um well i look forward to listening to more podcasts yeah thank you I'd like to say a final sincere thank you to Kathy for sharing all that fun and creativity as well as all that insight about her podcasting. Thanks so much Kathy and I wish you every success with your business. I thoroughly enjoyed that conversation and I will always have the image in my mind of the fish who can grow as big as the container you put it in. You might have spotted that we talked about a lady called Nadia, so I'd like to take this opportunity to say thank you, Nadia, for supporting me and nudging me and pushing me down the road to help me get this podcast started. I really appreciate it. Thank you.
If you want to find Kathy, I'll put the link to her website in the show notes and those are available if you look up beabiggerfish.net. You can also find out more about me and about the podcast at beabiggerfish.net. We'd love it if you'd subscribe to our podcast series and stay with us as we hear about the experiences of more business owners and entrepreneurs as the series unfolds. Thanks so much for listening. Bye for now.